Hello, beautiful people. How are y'all doing? This is Brian O'Neill. And Coach K. And we are Queen City Polly. How the hell are y'all doing? Say that like they can answer you. I know, right? I forget it's not like live. You forget that? I forget sometimes. Mm, okay. I would like for it to be live one day. Yeah. That way we can have like some responses and should do that. people just like, like, yeah, I'm doing great. We're just, you know, frying fish at the house. Yeah. Eating fat bat. I think I'm just hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, We don't even keep a lot of meat in the house. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's been, apparently it's been 18 days since we uploaded the last one. Yeah. It don't feel like that though. Well, we really need to keep track of these things. Well, we were going we, to, but then, you know, I had a tough weekend with my family. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. That was when we were going to record. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. Mental Health Awareness Month or something. That is true. That is true. Mm-hmm. Shit happens, you know? Yep. I mean, and you're the glue that holds everything together. So oh, There's no so way sweet. I could have recorded without you. Fuck no. You better not. <laughs> that's Damn. When, that's when my jealousy comes out. Jeez. Oh, man. This is, well, this weekend was also tiring because, what, we went to a baby shower that turned into a wedding. So much fun. Birthday party before that. We went to a birthday party the day before. Did we do anything else earlier this week? Is What did we do on Thursday? You're going to make me remember the week before the weekend now? Things? Thursday, we went to a Poly 101 meetup. Oh, fuck, yes, we did. Went to a Poly 101 meetup. Wednesday was open mic. Yes, because I almost had a date, but then I didn't. Yep. Tuesday was Peculiar Rabbit for me, so I went to open mic. That's when I got, like, super drunk in. Yeah, I went to bed early yeah, that night. I got I was real drunk. Tired. I got like, Monday we went out or something because yeah. I was exhausted from that. Yeah, I got life changing drunk that night. Yeah. Yeah, I had to look at myself again. And be like, all right, Brian, what's it going to be? All right, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you and the alcohol. Pull, pull your shit together, man. Oh, lovely. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. We just went hard all week. Yeah, and then Monday, I did open mic Monday, didn't I? Yeah, you e- did. Did I do even amuse or did I go somewhere else? I don't think no. it was even amuse. I feel like we did some. We maybe we went out though, because I feel like we had a late night. Yeah, it was something going on Monday. Whatever it was, but anyways, yeah. and then after our baby shower slash wedding adventures, yesterday, yeah, we had a fun show. Yeah, so last minute I entered into this comedy tournament, and it was my first time entering anything. Like few comedians. Uh, had dropped because they had some other stuff to do and they just needed like someone to fill a slot. So I was like, yeah, sure. Like it sounds like stage time. You know, I didn't know the details of this comedy tournament, but once I got there, I found out it was a roast and um, seven minute sets, which if you're not familiar with roast, roast is kind of like when you go back and forth with somebody like, you know, look at this person's hair like it looks fucked up you know just obviously you can tell i'm not good at it so <laughs> you know um, not brian's forte it's not my strongest point of comedy but, but i was super impressed you uh yeah made you it, had to roast like just to just to get to the set yeah i i went against this one dude and um i, I won the first round and then I got to the second round, which was the set, which was what I was originally looking forward to, was doing like a seven-minute set. And I did that. It did really well. Got some great laughs. Got some deep, deep laughs out there. And then um, they did the whole Apollo style when they tried to pick the winner. And it was kind of like neck and neck as far as like with the, you According know. to some people. Well, yeah. I mean, well, you're biased. I know. So. <laughs> But you were getting bigger laughs. I'm just <laughs> I was listening. But, you know, there was you know, equal amount of applause it seemed like so the um Yeah, they wouldn't call a winner. They, yeah, they, they wouldn't call a winner. They called it a tie and so then it was a two minute roast battle to like break the tiebreaker. And that's when and you forfeited. That's when it was just like I yeah, like I I'm done cuz, you know, that guy's a beast when it comes to roasting nothing. and yeah. So 
but it was fun. It was you know, fun it was an interesting format. Yeah, I've never. Apparently, those are called bringer shows. I guess. Right, because the Apollo style. Well, no, it's because like you're supposed to bring people. Yeah. Because it's based off of applause and That's stuff. That's what I just said. Because of the applause. Oh style. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Judge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's right. You don't listen. Okay. So yeah. So I guess like even though like throughout the show, it seemed like some comedians were clearly better than others. They would lose because that person, the other comedian, bought like you know ten people, and they're like yelling and screaming when their name is called. So it's like, you know. They got to go off the audience. Like, there's no other way of judging. Like, they didn't have, like, a judges panel. Or it was a weird like event. Yeah. So You didn't really want to bring people to it because you weren't right, sure Right, yeah, because I was like, I do. was going to be terrible. So, I didn't, I didn't want to tell anyone yeah. about it. So, But you did great. Yeah. You did great. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And yeah. Then- so, that went into about, like, 10, 30, 11. Got home. And then I had to wake up super early this morning because we're celebrating um, Vesak, which is um, the the equivalent of Easter and Christmas in Buddhism, I would say. What, like well, not Easter. Like it's not death? really his what? death, but you know, everything happened on like a full moon, and like his enlightenment happened on the full moon of May. Um, so that's why we kind of like celebrate. Um, it's like the new year. Yeah, we celebrate that. And so I was up really early to to take part in those festivities, and that was dope. Um, towards the end, though, I was I was fatigued, and I was just like, man, I'm just trying to go home and chill. And I was like, now nah, we gotta record the podcast too. So I'm like, so I'm here. So if my energy sounds low, it's just because I've been doing a lot of shit. But damn it, I'm here. I'm with the listeners. We've been getting a lot of feedback from people listening. I appreciate that. We do. You know, we got like some uh, high profile people in Charlotte listening, so that's always dope. Got some great fans. Mm hmm. You know, so. So let's get into it. Yeah, so let's get into our current topic for today. Oh, you want me to announce it? Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to talk about ethics in polyamory. Now, put the ethics in ethical non-monogamy. There you go. Or ethical poly- polyamory. That too. All right. <laughs> First of all, we have to look at the word ethical. Oh, goodness. Okay. Now, what does that really mean, that word ethical? Um, with good morals. Correct. Like It's kind of like where your moral compass is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when... um. And as y'all know, I work in a system of things and <laughs> <laughs> trying right. to keep it discreet. Yes. Um, as y'all know, my job is a secret. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. But part of my role is we have to take up the, like these ethical, call it oh, rain, <laughs> ethical guidelines, right? And so it's kind of like the law of the land is not necessarily your good ethics, right? You ethics supposed to go above and beyond what the law says. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Or like yeah. what's considered normal. Yeah, it's supposed to be the higher calling. Yeah. Right? Correct. So the issue in polyamory though is that your own personal ethics may be different from the rest of the people in your polycule or one of your partners. Isn't that always the issue? It is always the issue. Like, in every single system and Facebook politics post. and law and everything else, like, yeah, we're all fighting about the rules because everyone's ethics are different. But why? I think it's also because of competition, though. I think competition breeds cheating and unethical behavior sometimes because it's kind of like that stuff that happens with like in classrooms where it's like. They found out in Atlanta, like, all those principals were helping, like, kids, like, cheat mm-hmm. on tests. It's like, well, because of test scores, like, they might lose their jobs and stuff like that. But, yeah, so, it's like a system of incentives. Yeah. And... So it's like it's almost you paint them, paint people in the corner to where they have to cheat or be unethical. And to me, that's where monogamy kind of, like, 
messes up because you make everything seem so juicy. Mm. No? Yeah. Because when something's really good and the door's open, you still, you don't leave. True. Or if you leave, you come back. True. Yeah, it's all about perspective, right? So, yeah. when, yeah, like forbidden fruit is very enticing, but yeah. um, if you make it, I don't know, it's kind of like with that reverse psychology they always talk about doing with your kids, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you figure out a way to tell them you better not do those dishes and hope mm-hmm. they do the dishes or something. Yeah. That probably won't work, but, <laughs> you know. Well, you know, you got to start small. So, I want to start it off, and this came up because I um, overheard a conversation between some friends about an um, experience like she had, and I just wanted to kind of talk about it just because, um, you know, I feel like it's something that can come up in any one situation. So, um, just for example's sake, um, let's say you and I mm-hmm. are in a relationship. Yeah, I mean, we've kind of, I mean, not that we've had a... Um... All right, so, like, you've dated people who are in relationships that you don't necessarily agree with how they move. Wouldn't make the same choices. Correct, yes. And I also, I had to end a relationship with someone because of that, because it just made me feel really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I guess... The situation that this other person came into was like they had like other people in the polycule trying to tell them like, hey, this person is like, you know, sleeping with someone that's married and they don't know and we should all like shame her or like tell her not to do it or something. Or if like when when you were seeing someone who's seeing someone who's married (laughs) unethically, whatever, if I would have came to you and said... You need to end this. I'm not okay with yeah, your that relationship with her. That would have been weird. I think so. Yeah. That would have been weird. I try not to extend my my realm of like ethical influence that far out, personally. Yeah. But, I mean, what if we were closer, closer metas, right? Like, True, yeah. I guess like it gets more murky the closer you get. And the more, like, space you share with someone, but... And, like, where... I mean, like, how strongly you take whatever ethics you think are involved, right? Like, some people just... Certain things don't bother them as much. Like, I was on some Instagram pages, and there were, like, vegans, like, that... Just the whole comments was about how they don't even date other vegans. The vegans don't date vegans? Well, no. Sorry, the vegans don't date non-vegans. Non-vegans, yeah. Not because it's so hard to eat different things when you go to a restaurant, or not because... It's just their ethics are that high with that. Yeah, it's not like, even I because of even... the logistics of, like, cooking in a home. <sighs> just because, like, they don't feel like they share enough values you, with those people. You know what it is? I think it's... When it comes to ethics, it all has to do with personal trauma also. Mm. Because... If you've never experienced firsthand, like, the traumatic experiences of, like, a f- marriage that ended from, like, someone cheating or, mm-hmm. like, all that stuff that it brings, you probably don't see cheating as that bad. Mm. Or at least in that case. If it wasn't, yeah, so, like, if your experiences with cheating weren't right. super destructive. You're right. Like, I might know about people who have cheated, been around situations, but... It never blew up that spectacularly where I was like, God damn. That. Yeah. Or, I mean, and even if it did, I don't know if I thought the cheating was, like, actually the biggest issue. Mm-hmm. You know, I when cheating affects couples, like, sometimes, you know, y'all got other issues. <laughs> yeah. It's usually, it's more than just, like, the cheating. There's more conversation going on there. So, I've heard of people say, well... If it wasn't me, it would be someone else. Um, so it's kind of like that whole, what do you call it? I call it the drug dealer mentality. What mentality? You know how drug dealers try to, um, what do you call it? 
what do you call it when you rationalize? They try to rationalize what they're doing because they're they're selling like crack to like fucking mother of like three, but they're like, well, if they don't get it from me, they don't get it from somebody else. Yeah, like cognitive dissonance. Yeah, so I think sometimes with people with cheating, that's what they think is like, oh, well, they don't have sex with me, they're just gonna have sex with someone else, or they find ways to rationalize certain things. And I've heard people say, well, oh, well, she doesn't have sex with him, so she's not being a good wife. So that's why I feel like it's okay. And well, and a lot of people feel like they're not the person, like they didn't make that commitment to that person. Yeah. To be faithful, like it's not on them. Like right. they're not. That person's so, an independent actor, right? Yeah. So the hardest thing about hearing some of the stuff, though, because like for the most part, I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, like do your thing. But the people that are involved in the cheating, like the outside person, mm-hmm. is also a monogamous type person. Like, they believe in monogamy. What if they're not? What do you mean? You know all of them? No, but I'm saying, I'm not saying I know all of them. But, but I'm a saying, lot of times like, they are the and people, they yeah. would want a monogamous commitment. Right. Mm. But it's so And they'd like, be mad if they weren't, yeah. if they were like not the only other one. Exactly. Mm. But whenever I bring that up, they were like, oh, if that was my man, he wouldn't be needing sex but it's like yeah. they, in their mind they're thinking like oh it's because he's sexually unsatisfied but they don't know like yeah they want to find like a e- nice easy yeah. you know tied up into a bow like scenario yeah. like, like I know you won't cheat on me because I'll cook and clean and do all this shit but that's part like, of the problem right is that like you see it as always like that person's fault like yeah. that's quite, that's pretty like victim blaming like right. you're the one going at, I mean life's just more messy and gray than that yeah. But people rationalize these things and so like therefore then their ethics can you know it gets blurry. Mm, it does. Cuz I I I'm not going to lie like I mean there's something attractive about someone that's in a relationship or taken or mm. you know what I mean like it's something attractive about that. And they that. still want you? Yeah. That is very attempt like tempting, attractive. So I get it. I'm not saying that it's easy. But I mean like if you're gonna live that life or walk that line of being monogamous, then maybe you should start having the person that's on the outside should say like you need to start having some conversations with your wife or your husband about polyamory or open relationships if that's something you really want to do yeah but i mean that that also gets very um weird when it comes to like exerting control over other people's actions like i would prefer to just make peace with my own decision and just not get involved probably not um And if I did, you know, like, I would acknowledge what I was doing yeah. and the part I played. And I would try to be at as much peace with it as I could be. And if I couldn't be at peace, I would do some self-reflection and be like, all right, I'm going to get myself the fuck out of this yeah. triangle or whatever, it, you know, shape it is, right? It just seems like, I mean... Because it's, it's dangerous. Like, who yeah. you keep yourself around, right? Like... The company you keep, the friends you keep, the relationships that you get into. Like, yeah. your biggest um, vehicle for control, like, the most control and power you have is to, is is your own yeah. body and what you do or don't say yes to or yeah. enter into. What about the guys that are always like, oh, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave. Um, I think that... Until the other woman's kind of always waiting. You don't... (sighs) Alright, when I was growing up, (laughs) I was told, you don't believe anything you hear and only half of what you see. So, I would watch their behavior. Yeah. You don't listen to the words that are coming out of a man's mouth (laughs) sleeping with you. You just don't. Especially when he sounds like he's telling you what you want to hear. But what you, if in his... You take that with a lot of salt. Like, a lot of grains of salt. Like, what, not even one grain of salt. Like, what, lots of grains of what salt. What if his mind and his heart... Yeah, you can believe that he thinks that in his head, kind of. In a kinda. good way. 
You can you can give them that benefit of the doubt, but don't put your eggs in that basket. Like I don't know. You know what the issue is? I think a lot of more people would leave situations, but because you're married and it's legally binded, it's and it's like and I don't want to like try to live somewhere else. I, got I don't want to have to try to see my kid <laughs> on the weekends. I don't want her to take alimony. And then you start looking at the other woman, be like, man, this not really worth like all that trouble. But they still want to like have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. And it's like, yo, there's this world where you can have your cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. And it's called polyamory. True, but I mean, there's still ethics. I mean, even if we're all playing by the we're polyamorous. Yeah. And we're all open, right. ethical line. They're still cheating. Like you could still be too secretive, or you know, yeah, not inform me of things I have a right to know about, or we've right. communicated that I would like to know. Like you can, you can still cheat on me, even though we're very freaking open and have very little. Yeah. You know, agreements. Definitely. When it comes to how you move through the world. Those side babies. <laughs> the comedian was talking no about last night. Babies. It was like the surprise baby. No surprise baby. side babies. That like back in the day. <laughs> that was funny, yeah. Come home with a whole nother baby. <laughs> Still stay with you. <laughs> but I love the rest of his joke because he was talking about how nowadays the woman of today is like, you get a friend request. It's like, who was that bitch? I'm done with your. You accepting friend requests now? <laughs> you like another girl's post, which is back to what we were talking about. I think on another podcast about how crazy this world is with yeah. fucking social media and fake ass problems people create for themselves. This fake world of theirs. Side note: Apparently, poking someone on Facebook is creepy. I didn't realize that. I'm still trying to teach this man. <laughs> I had I had a lot of women help me out with this lesson, and men for that matter. Actually, the whole fucking table was against you. Not against you, trying to teach you. Listeners. <laughs> okay. Just trying to help you get laid. The feature is still on Facebook where you can poke someone. I just so happen to still utilize it. All right. And it's just a little nudge to be like, All right. hey. All right, creepy. Make a creeper. Um, <laughs> please email queencitypolly at gmail.com <laughs> and let Brian know that none of y'all knew that that feature was still on Facebook. No one knows where it's located and no one uses it. Nope, me and that really weird guy oh that goodness. poked you. A year ago and I didn't know <laughs> until you poked me. A man I've never met. That I am thoroughly creeped out about his Facebook poke. Yes. Mm-hmm. But go on about how lucrative of a strategy it is. Has it ever worked? I feel as if I've gotten a poke back before. <laughs> I can't well, recall. That's, that's case closed right there. So the jury's out on that one, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Dis- All right. I think it's dismissed, actually. We're going to call that a dismissal. <laughs> All right, so what do you do? You're your poly partner, and someone's cheating in your polycule with a monogamous person on the outside. Mm. What do you do? What do you say? How are you dealing with this? All you can do is what? Voice your opinion? I get, yeah, you voice your opinion to the partner you have, or maybe your meta, um... And say, hey, this makes me real uncomfortable and let your opinion be known. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, at what point do you stop Mm. voicing your opinion? Like, yeah. do you just keep, keep telling everybody how much you hate the dynamic until everyone's all wrapped up in it? Like, I don't know. It's like a lot of drama. It does sound like quite a bit of drama. All right. Different scenario for you. Okay. Someone in your polycule... Voted for Trump. Sure, we can go there. <laughs> or you can let me say the oh, scenario. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, that was next on the thing, political values. So. I don't have that memorized. Oh, okay. But, um, All right. Sure. Paul, we'll go with yours because, you know. Go now. Go ahead. 
We already introduced the topic. It's fine. No, we can pull it back. It's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. We got time. <laughs> All right. Voted for Trump. Someone in my polycule voted for Trump. Someone in your polycule voted for Trump. Well, I mean, you already like, you know, I didn't, got a whoa, racist whoa. white girl kink, <laughs> so... I mean, Whoa. I'm not that bothered. No, no one's actually been in a polycule. That's true. I've had sex with Republicans, right. but I did. I guess I have a loose <laughs> definition of polycule. Gotcha. Okay. I'm not saying like we're ha- I don't know we're hanging out, but that's probably my that's probably my uh, my go to my go to is we're not hanging out probably not probably not hanging out with. i'm probably one. gonna say oh brian's like oh you want to you want to go out to dinner we're all getting together and i'm gonna be like um i'm gonna stay home and watch some Grey's anatomy you know you liberals are supposed to have <laughs> an open mind to these things and yet you won't even have dinner with someone who voted for the president of this great nation mm. Yeah, I have a low tolerance for unwokeness, as you've probably determined, and I just, I like to craft my environment in a certain fashion. Yeah. Because I only got one life to live. I don't want to spend it with people that irritate me. It's very true. I already have to do that. Okay. Sometimes. Now, what if the person didn't vote for Trump, but they were considered themselves a Republican? I mean, I may or may not enjoy their company. Right. Are they intelligent? Like, are they just, you know, so... What if they're just, like, family Republican? Like, and, just like... too much privilege. They just don't see it. Right. And they need your level of wokeness to open the door and to flip them into a liberal. I mean, I'll have conversation and I will, you know... I'm, I'll get to know them. I'll be in the room. but. Right. After a certain point of them, like, not understanding that people struggle in the world and things, I get just... I'm a pragmatist. If I don't feel like I'm being heard, I'm going to stop. And if I'm going to stop, if we don't talk politics and we just enjoy your company, like, that might be an option for an occasional friend. You're probably not going to be a close friend. Yeah. We only know, like, one, like... Republican that's been like, well, I don't even know he was Republican. I think he just voted for Trump because he's rich. Like, I don't know. I try not to hang out with him. Talking about Joe. I know. (laughs) You just like to blast people on this thing, huh? Oh, Joe knows who he is. Alright. He's fine. He's rich. He'll be fine. (laughs) Okay. Sure. He'll be fine. (sighs) You gotta let me know when you're giving out names. Only his, because, like, I mean, we didn't... He voted for Trump. Like, everybody know that. Like, oh, everybody know he voted for Trump. He right. told people. Okay. He, he cast that ballot, not me. All right. I would have been quiet about it if I didn't. Mm-hmm. All right, so there we are with... So so what about you? Other, hmm. other than your sexual <laughs> fantasies? <laughs> it's not necessarily a sexual fantasy. It's just... I know, I'm just... Just saying. All right, so... um. For me, let's see here. Because you have this weird, like, endearment. I I get it sometimes. Folks. I like, guess it's because I grew just, up in the South. Like, yeah. I under I got understand. You got some weird levels of understanding. I, I understand it. Understand. I don't agree with it. But, like, I don't hate them for it. I feel bad for them. Mm. And I feel like they just don't have, like, a evolve thought around certain things i mean i get there sometimes with my level of empathy and yeah whatever my mind tricks i do to especially when i had like people telling me that they uh only voted for trump because their husband told them to and i'm like oh well you know i mean they're just they're just brainwashed by the patriarchy or whatever i can make peace with that uh but it still doesn't mean i want to like right bring him into my circle like i keep a small circle right yeah 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 definitely yeah, so that is that's kind of where I'm. And as far as like what they identify as, like I don't know, like I can't I can't see myself dating someone too far on the right, or maybe more like someone is like an independent conservative type, fiscally conservative type person probably. But socially, you got to be liberal. Like it's the social issues. Like you can't tell me that gay people shouldn't get married or something like that. I'm just like, all right, well, I don't really. For me, fiscal like conservatism. 
leads very quickly into regular ass <laughs> racism um, and patriarchy yeah. because of money and yeah. power. Yeah. And they want to say it's just, oh, I'm just being fiscally conservative. Like, it's not racist. And right. I just, I don't know. All Slippery roads, slope for me. All roads lead to Rome on that one. Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was politics. What about religion? Religion. Yeah. Hmm. See, I'm in an interesting space because I've lived the Christian life before. I know what it's like. Yeah. You, on the other hand. I was in an interfaith relationship. That's no. <laughs> that wasn't interfaith. That was yeah. cult- That was cultural. That wasn't cultural inter- religiosity. You counts. knew more about being Jewish than he did. He was still Jewish. <laughs> You were celebrating the, the holiday. Yeah, exactly. I embraced a religion I did not even. That's had, right, because you're really like you're like it. you're like borderline Buddhist now. So. Oh fuck you! <laughs> uh, you're terrible. I I liked Buddhism before you. I just didn't know a monk. Okay. Um. Yeah. And, and I'm still not like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You I didn't. Did you not, didn't come to VSAC today. VSAC. Like I. I like my Buddhism. I don't take anything too serious. Right. <laughs> my Judaism, my Christianity, <laughs> my Buddhism, all, right. all of it. So, so for me, right, I'm all about what does it do for you? Right. So I don't care if you're Christian, Buddhist, Hindu, Rastafarian, you know, Jewish whatever um muslim is all about what it does for you what it does for you does it make you a better person does it help you be a kinder person so if you're an atheist or agnostic if it makes you feel or is that what you identify as then you know it's it's whatever are you an asshole is that your criteria yes it's like if you're yeah if you're an asshole or not second thing though is don't try to put your shit on me hmm like I can appreciate that second you know what I mean mm-hmm. like yeah like I'm Buddhist and I try not to like harm animals and all that stuff but if you're a Muslim and there's bacon today I might just be eating bacon and I don't want to like offend you or get the side eye or get the side eye but this is my life <laughs> for right now for right now I might be vegan next year you never know but, you know, like, I'm just saying, like, religion should guide your own personal mm. ethics and not necessarily reflect on my way of living. You yeah. Know what I mean, so that's. So if you have deeply too. religious partners or metas or greater poly people. Yeah. You're cool as long as they're not trying to convert everybody. Right. And at the same point, I don't want them being hateful over the yeah especially when it comes to like certain things like like the whole i don't know i'm trying to think because you know people that believe in certain things will attribute god to their own personal like i don't like this about you so like if it's a gay person they're like well god said in leviticus Mm. this Mm -hmm. right but it's like all right then you don't be gay but don't like right you know don't tell me that being gay is unnatural and there's gay animals in the forest like it's yeah yeah next topic religious political ooh outside your race well I think we are doing that one right now (laughs) yeah we do not have problems with that is this was I your first outside of the Aryan race? <laughs> no. You weren't? I just I wasn't? told you Jewish is That first. doesn't count. Yeah, Do still, you know the definition of Aryan? That's Brian? still white. It's a Holocaust reference. <sighs> that's still white though. Okay. To black folks that's still that white. That is <laughs> that may be the case. But your ass used the word Aryan. And words matter. <sighs> to me You lost. <laughs> rephrase your question 
Have you ever dated someone with darker pigment? No, no, you don't have to go there. Oh my lord. You could say it. Have you dated any brown people before me? <laughs> I didn't date much at all before you, but yes. Oh, yeah, that's a boyfriend true. in high school. Yeah. What? I really? never dated I have never dated a white Christian male in my life. What? What? Who you dating in high school? Romeo. It was a black dude. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You want to see I did not know of that. Him? He's married to a ginger. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Why did I... I feel like... You're silly. Did I know this about you? I think so. I feel like you told me, but like I just... I'm I telling you, I was the weird Tupac girl. That's true. So... No one vibe with you in Connecticut over Tupac? But Romeo? No, he, he did not vibe well he with didn't Tupac. Vibe well. His favorite Pac song was Dear Mama. Dude, it was a mama's boy. <laughs> it was rough. It was a short-lived... Uh, Shout romance. Out, shout out to Romeo. I'm sure he's you know? doing well in life with this ginger wife. And you know? They look doing, happy. You know? And that's what it's all about. That's exactly what it's all about. Sometimes, you know, you get into relationships a little too quickly before you really know somebody. And then you're like, oh, fuck. We don't want to like each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, for myself, you're technically, yes, I like briefly had, I mean, I had crushes in like school and stuff like that but never like what do you mean you had slept with white people before me i slept with one yeah oh just one i think so okay i don't know i'm just this was recent like i i've i'm new to the white girl game okay. like i'm not i just had crushes but i never like i was scared I just pictured you... Well, I guess you were married when you were in grad school, and then you were at, like, HBCU before that. Yeah, it wasn't many white girls on historically black college campus. Yeah. Not finding many of those. Yeah. And then you were married. And then I was married. Yeah. And then hmm. it was, like, hands off of other vaginas and stuff, so I didn't even think about it. Interesting. But, yeah, so, I mean, racially, like, I mean, if you ever come so, to, like, some of my stand-ups and stuff like that. You were swiping on OkCupid. Yeah. I was. And, uh, you, um, you messed me first. So you were, you were open. Yeah, I mean, that's, when I got out of the marriage, I was just kind of like, you know what? Open mind. You know, let's, it's just the time to try new things. Like, it's 2016, <laughs> you know? I was, I'm very, I liberated myself from that burden. I was like, you know what? I'm going to. Cause it's, I mean it's polyamory, so it's like you can't be that picky. Cause it's like it's not many of us. That's flattering. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm that I'm just saying you're digging a hole right now. When it comes to race, I didn't say beauty or anything like that. I'm saying mm-hmm. when it came to race, mm-hmm. I was just more open about the mm-hmm. possibility. Mind you, I was still looking for like you know my Erica Badu Nubian mm-hmm. queen. Yes. So swiping right on you and I was like oh well you know if anything we'll just meet up and talk and talk about polyamory and you know that's all I thought was going to come of it I didn't yeah. think that we were going to fall in love and mm-hmm. all that jazz and make a podcast yep I do that to people it's fine <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so I mean everything was new to me and if anyone's ever like comes to like any of my open mics or stand up like you'll hear me talk about being an interracial relationship because it's very new to me and it's just interesting mm. differences that we experience growing up or sure. see things and how I feel about other people thinking about it or mm-hmm. you know yeah but side note I am not necessarily the white girlfriend <laughs> if you come up to me yeah, when I do my stand-ups, like don't go up to her and just be like, "Hey, you're you're the, the white, white girl from the, you're the white I know girlfriend. all about you. Yeah, have I met you? <laughs> Has Brian talked about me to you? Oh no, you're talking about what he said on stage. <laughs> Interesting. Is that what you think comedy is? <laughs> Asshole. Yeah, that's like someone going up to Dave Chappelle's wife, like, "Hey, you're the Filipino woman that he talks about." Oh my about. god, it was for, and like, dude did not stop. I was like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> Wonder how many more times that's gonna happen in your career? I don't know. I mean, 
I mean, by the time, I don't know. Like, over time, it'll probably get older people. They'll be like, oh, yeah, we know who she is. Like, you know. Mm. I just think you got to get some other white girlfriends to mix it up a little bit. Confuse (laughs) them with the polyamory. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, who knows what the future holds, right? Like, I might get Indian girlfriend or, you know. But they can't think, like... (laughs) One. one. Oh, you're the. You're, you're the, that one. You're, you're the, this one. You're this one. You're like, the white girl. The Indian. You're girl. the white girl. Okay. You're the white girl he talks about. Okay. You're the black girl he talks about. Like, awkward as shit. Well, it's weird because like, so, I'm still talking to the monogamous people, so I have to zero in that you're my girlfriend. But then I also, when I talk about other stuff, it's like I gotta let y'all know that I also fuck people from other races too. So it's like. I need... Are you worried they think you only date white women? I'm not worried, but it's just like I got to tell that story in a way that, like, people don't know me yet mm-hmm. in stand-up. So it's like the story has to continuously develop because it's like, oh, white girl, white girl, white girl, and then like, oh, open relationship. Yeah, so that means this and this and this, you know. That So what up. you're saying is I could hear Polly jokes at some point. At some point. Okay. Either poly or like, you know, orgy jokes, something. Who knows? Fun. Okay. <laughs> At some point there'll be some. But the thing is I'm talking to a bunch of monogamous monogamous people, so I have to like They're fascinated. They are fascinated. So okay. <laughs> I got one that I'm working on. It's gonna be pretty dope. I'm trying to figure out when I'm gonna like release it though. Still. Nice working on it well we already wrapped queen city poly at, at one of the open mics so. that's true so we're on you our know, way we're on our way of, of or a couple it. of them actually so big thing drive away with race is if you have issues with race fuck you <laughs> i don't really know how to like put that like if you got an issue with someone dating another person or another race like you just i guess 2018 like you just gotta like get over that shit like and if you oh. really want to date... Oh, I got a good one, though. But what about if... Like... So I saw this on the Black and Poly thing. What if I'm with the black my black wife and mm-hmm. we have black children. Mm-hmm. And my black wife starts dating this white dude. And then they fall in love and all that. And then they want to have a kid together. And I don't want interracial babies how did he phrase it your body how did he phrase it he's that would be my answer to that question i think male privilege to the dude the dude wanted his all his family to grow up knowing they're black or being african-american well luckily that biracial children are still considered black (laughs) he's in luck um not his body not the one having babies Okay. He should probably sit the fuck down. There's there's more conversation than that, Why the though. fuck? Is he... Because he's Cause, married? Oh, because she's his property. Is that where we're going with Because you know how, like, and black folks, y'all bear with me on this, but y'all know how we are. Like, we do that king and queen shit. So it's like, it's like your kingdom, and you have a vision of your kingdom being Wakanda and everybody being black. And then now your wife fell in love with Larry, and now it, it throws her... Oh, this is like the racist grandma almost. You know how like grandparents be getting pissed off when the grandkid gets in an interracial relationship because in their mind everybody was gonna be no black. I don't. Well, you probably don't know that since you're white, but I'm just saying. Okay. Well, white people do it too. Maybe it's just southern people. I don't know. Um, yes, I believe it happens. I'm just not very accustomed to it. It's like so. <laughs> <laughs> Certain things mean things more than others, right? So some people really want their children or whatever to only date, like, a person that's Hindu or from, like, Mm -hmm. India or Sri Lanka or something like that, right? So some people envision that with race also. Yes. What is your question? My question is... There's going to be some tension in the household. And they're going to need some serious counseling. Conversations need to happen. Conversations sure. need to happen. 
Because mm-hmm. I think, because I responded to this post before. Because we all want children to grow up loved. Right. And I think, oh, we grew up like at 45 minutes. We're talking for a long time. Um, <laughs> she making fun of the way I say long. Uh, I, I can't say. I love your accent. Long, long, long time. Why are you trying to say it like? Because when I, because when I say it, it's like long time. <laughs> what? That's just, not. Just country. hit me with some mams while you're at it. It's, it's not, so cute. It's not country. Mm-hmm. Long, long time. Why? Why do you? Okay. Because <laughs> it doesn't sound right. Because you're trying to say it like a robot. Just say long. Long. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded better, but I don't know why it was so feminine. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Where are we at with this? All right. So what Oh, if... the last one. Yeah. Dating someone who has been a sexual predator. Yeah. What if... Ooh. What if, uh, you know, one of your girlfriends starts dating a dude and, like, he, you know, has a history, some things, and, you know, she's willing to look past it. Before we go forward with this, I would just like to say everyone can change, right? Right. That's what we all believe in, right? You know, we can change. So let's say someone was a sexual predator when they were like, let's say 20. Okay. Okay. And we know how this system is. Oh, the patriarchy, the alcohol, you know, the misogyny, any young brain can get Oh, now it's not their fault. All right. I think you're going too far with this, but okay. I'm just trying. You know me. I play um, devil's lawyer, so (laughs) I'm just painting a picture of a person. Okay. And now they're 35. You know, they've paid their dues. They did time for their sexual predator act. They know better. They're they're woke AF, as we would say right now. Are they? Is that what normally? Okay. Let's let's just say for 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 sake. Argument. Argument. They are woke AF. But yeah. Okay. Now let's say old Keith now is uh is in the polycule and you find out that this happened. What's next? Does Keith have a responsibility to tell everyone in that polycule about this or or what? Like this is this is like there's no easy answers on this. Background one. checks for the whole polycule. What what do we do? I don't know. That's this is like a rough one. Not that rough, but especially if someone's like you can tell someone's like different. Mm. Well, and I mean, how much caution do you take? Because like, do you are you waiting for the other shoe to drop? Are you waiting for him to do some fuck shit or? Mm. Are you, um, I mean, there's plenty of people doing fuck shit and getting away with it, too, so it's it's a a weird dynamic. Let's say the person sent, like, a nude of themselves when they were 16 to another 16-year-old, and they got on it from doing shit like that. Are you looking past that? Yeah, I probably don't care about that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the nature of the crime, the sexual crime. But then, and also, but like, like you know, how they've, you know, how they have quote unquote rehabilitated, or like, you know, how much remorse do they have, how much understanding do they have, like, have they grown, like, do they seem this woke AF, like, yeah, how are they, you know, how do they take um, responsibility for their actions? Yeah. You know, these are questions, and you have a right to feel uncomfortable. Right. I guess my other only thing is, like, we know how the justice system is pretty flawed. And I don't want to bring up, I don't want to make it seem like anyone would lie about anything. or, But we know how something could have happened, and the conviction tells a different story than what actually happened. Yeah. Right? So, is it more important of the conviction or for you to hear the story from that person of what happened. I don't think there's like one simple way. I think yeah. you have to like put it all together. Yeah, because yeah. I think if all the pieces if of Keith, information you have, if Keith has already given you a vibe of like, uh, 
and then you find that shit out and then some red flags yeah you know if it looks like a duck you know quacks like a duck yeah it's probably not a flamingo and it probably raped (laughs) (laughs) you're terrible uh, oh, all gosh. right, but, all right, <laughs> all right. But uh, um, apart from like sex crimes, like what about like criminal background? Dating someone on probation, like, are you doing that? You actually kind of <laughs> dated someone that was on probation. <laughs> you have an ankle I don't monitor. Have, you no, had he ankle, did not. He had an no, ankle he monitor. Did not. <laughs> he did. No, he did not. He did. He was beeping. No, I heard, he was I heard him when he was. <laughs> You are a trip. You never met him, but he had to charge up. That's why I was like, "Yo, why he didn't get off the couch?" Like, he was stop <laughs> it. You never met him. Fucking asshole. He was on. I don't think he's on parole. He was um, on parole. Yes. <laughs> he had a job. He did. I worked with him. <laughs> he did. I, I didn't, I'm not saying that. I'm just. I'm just cracking jokes. Like I. I never met the dude. I'm just. You know. I'm just bullshitting. All I'm saying is, criminal justice system. Yeah. Does some things and. Right. We all make choices. That's true. That is true. So. Apparently, my line is not. Have you ever been arrested or are part of that system? Um. You know, I'm not trying to write letters to inmates, but. Yeah. I feel like. Well, I believe that is the end of our ethical discussion. Did we come to any conclusion? I don't think so. I think we just kind of threw questions in the I air. I think with ethics is just really depending on the situation. Like it just depends on the people involved, what happened, and just got to do a self-monitor of like mm-hmm. where's your line? Where's your personal line? And maybe just make that clear to the rest of the people involved and just like mm-hmm. Look, like you might be cool with this person, but do not bring this person around me because I won't be my best self. Mm. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. And even Coach do, K can't tell you what to do and what not to do. You know? And I think us being honest about that makes is the reason why it's such a great podcast <laughs> and why you're such a great coach. So thank you, Coach Coach K, for your insightful information thanks love that concludes episode 11 thank you so much for listening remember to send questions and concerns and feedback and all kinds of things to queencitypoly at gmail.com follow us on all the social networks instagram twitter at queencitypoly anything else Nope, and just keep listening. Subscribe um, to us. Um, If you're wondering when we're going to drop another episode, we never know. We just drop them shits when we're ready. Maybe we'll try to record one, you know, early and just save it. Yeah. We're still working on the method, but I appreciate everyone bearing with us. Still working on getting the studio. Still working on everything. Hopefully this summer we'll see some things change around and you'll get a well-polished podcast with music and all that jazz maybe even an ad or two from something that we approve of because we are just realizing it does cost money to do these things surprisingly so we'll keep it fun yeah but we'll still keep it fun we promise to not bore you with bullshit but if we do bore you with bullshit we'll make it fun how about that fun boring bullshit I'm probably gonna just veto the boring bullshit um, I just realized, does my mom listen to this podcast? God, I hope not. Okay. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Peace.